the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a cashier in your office or your business and you're having trouble keeping people in front of it, well, hey, give Southwest Point of Sale a call. They'll get you down the trail of, uh, uh, what do you call it? I can't even think of the name of it. What do you call it? Uh, Checkout. It's self-checkout. What am I thinking? Self-checkout. Why not? No employees, no benefits, just a machine and your customers. And they'll get, stick with you for two you know, lifetime, 24 hours, seven day a week, as long as you stick with them. Call them at 800 540 2149. They'll take a look at your system, compare it to their system. If it works, you'll be one happy camper. 800 540 2149. Got a Porsche, BMW, or a Mini? Then I've I got the shop for you. If you want to move away from the dealer and try a good independent, John and his team at Black Forest Motorsports is top notch. Go to their website at blackforestautomotive.com. Tell them you're here to right here on Racer Radio. Well, we've got Brittany in the house, and I've never seen anybody so excited in my whole life. I was jumping up and down. I've had to hit her with a garden hose about twice to calm her down. Who have you got oh calling my gosh. in? Today's guest has one of the coolest resumes. Factory One Team Rider, X Games Enduro Enduro X silver medalist, six-time North American Women's Trials champion, stunt performer. Listeners, if you're not driving, please just hop on Facebook or Instagram and check her out because I want you to appreciate what she can get away with on two wheels. Please welcome Louise Forsley. Hey, Louise. How you doing? Hi. Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. This is a pretty cool opportunity. I appreciate it. Oh, goodness. You should see this girl across from me. You have to. Okay, listeners, Louise Forsley, look her up right now so you can appreciate what she gets away with on two wheels. It's so crazy. I was sending Dave, my crew, (laughs) Brent. I've been sending everybody. I've posted, too, some of your videos. You're amazing. So how how long have you been riding? Uh, since I was seven, and um, I'm 33 now, so wow. for quite quite some time, yeah. That's cool. She started when she was fearless. Well, well, she's still fearless. I'm sure. She just thinks more about it, right? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I'll, I think about it quite a bit, but, you know, I can't really let it stop me. I, I'm a little more calculated these days, and yeah. um, if something doesn't really feel right, yeah. I, I I don't push it as much as I used to. You, you, I understand. You don't, you don't bounce <laughs> 
as well as you did when you were seven, right? No, you don't. And it, <laughs> once you start bouncing, it takes a lot longer to recover. Than she, when you were seven. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're talking from a guy in his what? What was I in my seventies? I took a flat track motorcycle class and went down. So I totally get where you're coming from. So who got you going on this? Mom, dad, grandpa, aunts, uncles? Who got you into this? It was all my dad. He was a motorcycle enthusiast, Mm -hmm. and he got into trials. Like, he had always been into uh, motorcycles, but he, I think it was in 99, got into trials and then um, basically bought me a trials bike as well. And then I kind of, you know, I wasn't really into school sports or school in general, or I didn't have, like, a whole lot of direction. Um, But once I started riding, um, Mm. I got very passionate about it and um just wanted to ride all the time and put all of my energy into it and um so that's kind of and and my dad just basically supported me the whole time and he was excited that i was riding and that i did have a natural talent for it so he really you know supported me and pushed me and um brought me to train with different people Mm -hmm. um and kind of like really just guided me along the way so I could try to get as good as I could possibly get within, um, like, my teenage years. Yeah. So for people out there that are scratching their head, what is a trials <laughs> motorcycle? What what makes that bike and that actual race different than, let's say, motocross, supercross, or arena cross? Mm-hmm. Well, so it's a very, like, slow sport. Um, a trials bike doesn't have a seat and the bikes are made to go over obstacles. So you're basically standing on the bike the entire time and you're um, navigating your way through different sections. Um, and it's kind of like golf. The lowest score um, is the winner of the competition. So basically you don't want to make any mistakes um, whether it's putting your foot down mm-hmm. or crashing or rolling backwards or going out of bounds. Yeah. So, so and you've got to have you've got to have a lot of upper body strength because you're pulling the fork and the front tire, you know, up on a tire or a rock or a log or a stump. I mean, so it take it, it it's not like you have to be in really really good shape. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I work out quite a bit for this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of like upper body strength, but also a lot of, um, leg strength. Right. Because you're standing the whole explosive movements. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does like, I just, um, happen to CrossFit because I like that kind of workout. And then I also do like a lot of, uh, endurance training too, because our competitions, um, and also races get to be very long. So, um, the stronger, the better for sure. <laughs> Where is the gas tank? Um, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's no gas yeah. tank on it's that all bike. Sitting down, yeah. It's tiny, yeah, but it's um, kind of in the front where your your knees would be. Okay, I just, I, I just, I when she told me you were calling in, I go, that's the first question I got to ask because I loved <laughs> trials riding because to me, trials riding is such a finessed sport it is a finesse have you ever sure. tried it have you ever done it uh not on purpose 
My dad did it a little bit as well. That's my big influence as well as my father. And he did a little bit of trials. I think I went and watched him. And I actually saw um, Louise was on a mountain bike. She does Mm -hmm. that as well. That's where I excelled Uh, on my mountain bike over difficult stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which do you like the better, the trials bike or the mountain bike? Um, Right now, I'm really into mountain biking. I think, honestly, I spent so much time riding trials when I was younger um, that... uh, you're I done. Say, um, not that I'm done. It yeah. just takes a lot of focus. And um, I've kind of like, not that I've lost that, but I really enjoy just like getting on my mountain bike and going out and pedaling. And um, you can kind of just hammer away and yeah. it's more mind. Mm-hmm. You can get lost in like your own thoughts or, or just like, the suffering in it too, because it gets kind of brutal depending on what you're doing. You know, if it's a long climb or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's also like less maintenance than yes i understand that because i race a car right now and my crew chief aka father he keeps pushing me toward back towards motorcycles which is less maintenance sure. so then from motorcycles yeah. to mountain bikes much less maintenance. <laughs> yeah. so i'm curious what and i and i'm really surprised about the fact that this sport doesn't get the notoriety that other motorcycle sports get do you, do you have any idea why that would be? Because I think it's very oh, it's entertaining. harder to go out and see. Well, not on TV. Even if it was just on TV, I mean, it seems to me like... Well, isn't that what Enduro Cross is? More like yeah, the TV? Yeah, but I mean Trials. And Trials has been around... Long time. Long My as I've been around. It. I mean, it's <laughs> one of the... I mean, they were doing Trials riding way back when, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been around for a really long time. And in Europe, it's extremely popular. Yes. Yeah, um, it's, it's, but over here, it's kind of just a small sport, and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of hard to gain traction with it. I don't know if people find it kind of boring. It's not exciting because it's not an actual race because that's yeah. where, like, Endurocross, Supercross, right. Supercross, that is, like, very exciting for people to, you know, get into an arena, sit down, and then they yeah. can watch all right. that. I challenge anybody. Oh my gosh! Anybody. In fact, I yeah. challenge any motocross, supercross. I challenge them to climb on a a, a boulder. A, There's a perfectly good trail. <laughs> Why'd you go over the boulder? Because I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, I'm just saying, and it's it's it, it's going to take somebody, a promoter that you know maybe comes from Europe and and brings it with them. I don't know. I I personally think. It's it, it takes a lot more finesse because, you know, when you're motocrossing, I mean, you can make mistakes and still survive it. You're not going to make a mistake on, on a trials bike because if you make the wrong mistake, mm. you're you're down. No, you're, you're down. And there's you she can't. posts those as well. She posts her um, yeah. oopsies. Yeah. Well, and that's what you should. Hey, uh, Do we're we not, get to keep can, her? Can we keep you for another 15? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yay. Sweet. I want to know what she's doing. Yeah, Upcoming. well, I'm going to let Brittany talk because <laughs> she's been raising her hand like a three-year-old <laughs> in the like, back room, so that's how she asks questions. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 
Okay, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The segment brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. Whether you're buying new, used, makes no difference whatsoever. Check out El Cajon Ford at ElCajonMotors.com. Hey, Dirt Dude was nice enough yes. to say, hey, keep Louise on. And, and what else tell her <laughs> that she has amazing balance on two wheels. Dirt oh. Dude is our... Um, He's our announcer at our local racetrack. Yes, and he appreciates your talent. Yeah. He texts us during your last <laughs> <Yeah>. segment. <laughs> so I just went... I have to ask a question. I, I just went to your Facebook page. What kind of dog do you have? Oh, jeez. Oh, no. So I actually don't own a dog. I have lots of friends that oh. um, have dogs, which is really nice. Because honestly, <laughs> my schedule, I travel so much. Yeah. Well, my wife, my wife has dachshunds, and it looks like you're curled up with a, a cute little dachshund on a blanket. So I was just going to give you a call and say hi. Yes, that oh, she she's so sweet. That's Frankie, and uh, <laughs> she's one of my best friends' dogs. So I'm lucky that I get to uh, that's excellent time with her, but then also just not have to walk her and pick yeah. Up her they, they are a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't ask yeah. enough. I didn't ask enough questions when I married my wife. We got Rottweilers and Dachshunds, and that's all I'm going to say. And can you throw out a number of how many right no, now? No, because the FC, or the SPCA may come after oh. us for having You take dogs. great oh, well. care of them. You know, they take, she, she takes better care of them than me, but that's another story. So, all right, you had some questions. Oh, oh, where do I start? Well, one that just came in from um, my dad, who's listening. He's actually the one that put you on my radar. He's a fan as well. He wrote, uh, Romaniacs is trials riders on enduro bikes. Are you familiar with the Romaniacs? And if so, would you consider racing it? Yes, I'm uh, very familiar with it. I have been following it for the last few years. And um, a lot of people have been telling me that I should do it. (laughs) I I think it's on my bucket list. Yeah. I, um, you know, I haven't, uh, I just haven't planned it out because uh, my schedule here in the U.S. is pretty busy. Um, so I I just haven't really, like, taken the time to um, commit to it right now. But Louise, yes, I, would, I would definitely. No. What? What do you mean, no? I think it's great. No. I actually, one of my questions was going to be, what's on your bucket list? And I'm so uh, glad to hear I've Romaniacs. Watched, I've watched Romaniacs. She can handle it. I'm do you here see the boulder t- she goes over? I don't care. When she goes up she the side it. of the hill and then she's stuck in all those roots. She can handle it. And those tree you trunks. You haven't looked at her Facebook page enough. You'll Whew. see she can handle this. You go, girl, and I, let us know I before say and she, after so we can I didn't say it. she couldn't handle it, but man. It's a commitment. Five. Days, I, I don't believe. see you going. It's a. I don't it's have her talent. Oh. It's definitely signing up for just like a a torture test for yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I race you know hard enduro so much that every time I'm in it, I just it really pushes your body so so much that um, you get to some like you know dark places where you're like, am I ever going to get out of this? Yes, Is the yes. bike ever going to not be on top of me? Right. You know, <laughs> my body going to survive? Am I going to have enough energy for you yeah. know another five hours or whatever? Well, yeah, so pushes. And then when you're done, you say, "That's it. I'm never doing this again." Oh, until a week later. And then about a week later, <laughs> you could walk again and you could yeah. sleep all night. Well, Jeez. you say it pushes oh, yeah. the body, but I'm sure you know it pushes the mind oh, just as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, mentally, it can definitely um, it can definitely break you. But um, that's where you just kind of have to remind yourself that you just got to keep pushing, and that it'll eventually be over, and you'll cross that finish line. You'll be just <laughs> that that feeling of uh, you know once you do finish the race, it's it's a feeling like no other it so makes you stronger you right what doesn't kill you makes you stronger i, sure. I mean I'm, I'm sure that's where that slogan came from <laughs> from the romaniacs but no. we we have actually had the opportunity to interview roman roman the originator of uh, i mean he is the greatest yeah he's interview. hilarious in fact we're going to try to have a romaniac party you know whenever fox sports or whoever puts it on 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 tv because until you've seen it that that is insane where where are you based at um in uh, marietta california oh so you yeah i i asked if did she you wanted try to, to talk come down, oh, okay and she said it'd be easier to call and maybe it's better that way because i don't want to fan out on you ah, ah, so, yeah well that's yeah. true too so maybe the next time next time I'll be yeah calling. maybe next time <laughs> Get you to come down, just come down for a Sunday and, and a whole you know. weekend, you know. Yeah, and then you and you and Brittany can go no, get lunch afterwards. Her. I don't want to scare her away, but um, oh, she can bring one of her friends. I She'll. You're such a fan. I had no idea. I'm oh. not the only one. There are uh, you. What you do is incredible. What is your 2022 season looking like? You got got anything? Yep, the Hard Enduro Series again, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a couple of trials events as well. Um, there's there's the um, California Invitational that is uh, held at K- the KTM headquarters, so I'll do that, um, and then I'll do Enduro Cross as well. Um, and that, I mean, that kind of keeps me going spring, summer, and fall, and then um, then I get some downtime after that. Any, so, I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so you ride at KTM? Yes, there's a trials event there. They brought in some, they have like an enduro cross track there and a super cross track. And now that KTM has uh, bought Gas Gas, they also put in like a trials uh, area. Okay, cool. And, that's where they hold. And, and before we get too more deep into this segment, who are some of your sponsors? Because every racer, I don't care if you're six years old or you're 106 years old, I always make sure you mention who gets you there, who is your sponsor. That way you can send this interview to them and say, see, I talked about you. Yes, absolutely. Um, So right now I race for Sherco USA, which um, I feel extremely fortunate that I have this ride and this opportunity that I do. And I have been with them since. I was like 15. They were, they gave me a sponsorship when I was younger for many years and they've helped me out with so much. So to be able to continue this with dirt bikes um, and the trials bike, uh, you know, it's probably been like 17 years now. um, It's been really awesome. But so we also have a bunch of team sponsors, um, FXR, um, I have Showy Helmets, um, Garnet Boots. We have the Ride Shop that does our suspension. Uh, Motul oils. Um, we have the, the, we have a whole line of them that keep us going this year. But um, Sherco USA definitely like uh, takes care of me. That's for sure. Well, before we go a little bit farther, I also do local television here in San Diego. And if you would ever like to bring one of your bikes down, I'll put, it's the number one watch morning show. The viewership is off the charts. You can invite as many as your your advertisers to come down and just be in the backdrop. Bring your bike down. Give me a little B-roll. Happy to do it. Doesn't cost a dime. 
and uh, and it's something you could put in your portfolio. And like I said, your sponsors will be will be over the moon if you do that. Yeah, definitely. That would be awesome. Okay. All right. I'll have Brittany give you all my contact info. All right, back to your questions, Brittany. <laughs> Oh, well, I was wondering where we would find the schedule of where you race. It sounds like a fun road trip. Where's that posted? Yeah. Um, so the, I think it's the U.S. Extreme Enduro Series. That's what it's called. Or the AMA Extreme Enduro Series. Oh, okay. The AMA. Okay. Yeah. Um, they have a West coast and then they have an East coast and it kind of uh, goes back and forth. So I'll, I'll be all over the U S. Um, but our first one that kicks off is in page, Arizona. And that mm-hmm. is um, March 26th. All right. Hey, that's an easy road trip. Cause my crew chief is just bombarding me with, is she going to do the Tennessee knockout? Is she doing the Ridgecrest <laughs> yeah. in April? Either of those? Yeah. Yep. Oh, the Ridgecrest race was that was canceled recently, but I will oh. be at the Tennessee knockout. Um, I'm trying to think some other. There's going to be one in Norden, California. I don't know exactly where that is, um, but that'll be um, somewhat close, I guess. Um, <laughs> yes, that and else? <laughs> I think we might have one in Donner, California again this year. Oh. We had one last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Close, close is only relative in yeah, racing. That's true. Yeah, and there is no yeah, there's no limit. <laughs> so, have you ever wanted to have you ever wanted to get two more wheels underneath I you? Gonna, I was thinking that consider four wheels. <laughs> yeah, have you ever considered? Minds, I mean, no offense, but you know, With you're, age you're 33. Age. You know, maybe next. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Um, yes, I do think about uh, think about that quite a bit, um, and. Um, so I'm trying to get into the stunt industry. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I've gotten some jobs, uh, and I used to work on Marvel Universe Live, um, and that was a traveling stunt show. I actually did that for five years, and I was hired because of my motorcycle skills. Sure. Um, but while I was on that tour, I learned a lot of other um, stunt uh, maneuvers, and I basically learned about what the stunt world is in the stunt industry. And so once I got off of that traveling tour, I my goals were to get into more um, film and mm. commercial uh, type stunts. But the, like the racing thing kind of popped up again for me. Um, <laughs> I have done a few stunt jobs here and there. But anyways, yes, that totally makes me want to learn to do more driving, precision driving, drifting, um, yeah, do a little more, get more experience with four wheels. I just haven't, I've been really busy with yeah. racing. Yeah. Well, I, I kinda your, su- your, su- your super fan here <laughs> happens to have a dwarf car. Which runs okay. what kind of um, an engine? GSXR one thousand, and it's on a dirt track. And we I'm drift. sure if you worked it out and came down, either on a Friday practice mm-hmm. or a Saturday, I am sure she'll slip you behind the wheel. If you look up the Barona Speedway schedule, it'll show you it, dwarf it, cars. Yeah, it'll show you the. Scheduled races, and we usually have Friday practices the day before a race. Oh, so we could meet at the track. Beautiful. If how tall are you? Five seven. Yeah, you could squish in my car. Oh yeah, you could squish in your car. <laughs> okay. And, okay. And how tall are you? As I tell my students, I'm tall enough, but uh, we'll say five three. 
But you could still fit my okay. car, no yeah, problem. Yeah, there's plenty of my room. My mom's 5'7", she fits in it. And it's power steering, oh. which you'll love. And the only thing I'm going to tell you, be careful. David? You, you will get the bug. Da- yeah, that's very true. What do you mean, David? I'm just saying, you know how that is. Yes. Especially somebody like her. Yes. It sounds like she has an adrenaline the, need. Uh, the mixture of hold yeah. my beer and yeah, calculated exactly. risk. Yeah. Louise, I wish we could have done this for another two more segments, but unfortunately... Well, we have some other people that are great calling. Yeah, I know we do, too. But it was very much fun talking to you. You've got the contact with uh, Brittany. Mm -hmm. She'll give you my email address. We'll look at your schedule, my schedule, and see what we can do about getting you on TV. And we'd love to follow you throughout the season, you know, after a race. You know, and we also can do midweek interviews as well if Sundays you're traveling or even racing. So our end is very, very flexible. And it's been an absolute joy. If people do want to follow you around, how do they go about it? Um, I'm usually on Instagram quite a bit. So uh, it's just uh, Louise Forsley 77. Um, that's a, the best way to follow me. And um, I, I really appreciate you guys having me on here. It was a fun interview to do. Are you kidding? This girl's so gooey over here right now. I'm going to have to hit her with You're water. You're going to scare her. <laughs> just, what you can do is amazing. That's all. That's it. Oh. Well, that's what that's what this show's all about. We talk to racers that are seven years old and all the way up. You know, we love to give people opportunities to tell them what they do. It just makes it doing it even that much more fun. Yeah. Thanks, kid. Thanks Good for talking your time. to you. Thank you. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Why? Because this is Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Nobody, absolutely nobody puts a race on like Paris Auto Speedway. It's good stuff. Half-mile track, tons of action, family, 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 good food, good view, good beer. Sangria. Sangria. Great bathrooms. Great bathrooms for the ladies and the men, as far as that goes. Offer it all. That's right. Scott Delosio, one of the finest announcers on the planet. Uh, Don Kazarian just got promoter of the year again. That's right. That's right. Hard, hard, hard working crew. Well, I tell you what, we've got a great interview lined up. Good. Uh, You all remember us talking to Seth Dreyer. Well, guess what? Christina is on the line. Hey, Christina, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Sounds like a Sunday. This has been an all girls show. I mean, we just we just had Alyssa uh, Farley. Mm-hmm. She's a, Louise a trials. Uh, Louise Forsley. She's a trials rider. Now we got you. Yeah. How cool is that? What got you into racing? Um, my my husband happens. My son. <laughs> he can't have all the fun. Exactly. My turn. So what do you what are you driving? Um, a mini suck. With the Night of Destruction, correct? Yeah. She picked the best division they have to offer. This is my favorite division. Oh, you could have went all night without bringing this up. When you told me she was calling in, and and did you just get this car? Did you just see it listed like turnkey? On Friday, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jeez Louise. (laughs) Did you sleep in it? 
What? What so, is you and sleeping in race well, cars? Well, yeah, we have an Action Jackson, a junior driver. He just got a, a car last week, and I asked his mom, did he sleep in it? And she just looked at me, and she goes, well, he asked if he could. There's Eight years old. With it. I've Eight slept in old. mine twice now, and napping and studying it. It's my happy place. So I'll take that as a no. Not yet. So what kind of car is it? Um, it's a Toyota Mini Stock. Toyota like, what? Like, like a Corolla? Yeah. Yeah, an old Toyota Corolla. Is it stick shift automatic? Automatic. Perfect. Automatic. Have you driven a car like this before on a racetrack? No, never. So, so awesome. the neighborhood has been catching a lot of action. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, I took it around the block. Ah, See, I told you she would. So it's turnkey ready. Uh, what modifications were made, if any? Got a roll cage. Is your husband telling you right now? Yeah, he's now? telling her in the background. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so a roll cage. So you have some reinforcement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. <laughs> so this will be your first time on a racetrack. Yeah, I'm so new to this. This is my first. And she chose the night of destruction to do it. Yes. That's like my kind of girl. Yeah. So did you see it? I mean, you've you've been to the races. I'm Your sure, husband yeah. races. And out of all the divisions, you're like, if this is the one I want to get into, honey. Is that kind of how it went? One, at what, how it started is I really wanted to go to, what is that called, where they run into each other? Oh, yeah. Demolition you know? Derby? Yes. I want to run into people. So, <laughs> so I think you're going to find <laughs> racing very therapeutic as I do. And it saves yeah. on all, like all the therapy bills you don't have to pay. And you're just going to be a better version of yourself afterwards. I agree. That's what I'm going for. Oh, nice. So, sorry, I'm going to ask this already, but do we have a number picked out so we know who to root for? Number three. That's always been my favorite number. Just because it's just, just your favorite number. Lucky. A lucky number. A lucky number three. Well, yeah, that's good. You want to have some sort of bond with your, your number. Because people will refer to you, hey, number three. Ah, must be talking yeah. about me. <laughs> so when that's do you right. think will be the first time you get out on the track? Just um, for practice or whatever. Well, I'm going to go to Bakersfield and just practice in it um, this next weekend. Oh, right on. You're and not waiting. I like it. Yeah, and then Ventura on March 19th for my first race. Oh, wow. Awesome. Holy cow, oh. you are ready. So will your husband be crewing for you? Yes. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have to teach me so I can learn and help, too. I want to know it all. She wants to know it all. She wants. She's already. She's racing in March. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, except for running around the parking lot, right? She's got yeah. practice in Bakersfield okay. and then racing in March in Ventura, which is a tiny little track. Well, the thing about your car, I mean, it, it's not going to be that difficult. It's not massive right, horse. It's, it's not massive horsepower. You know, yeah. you don't have to shift. Yeah. You know, and right. you're not going to go out and try to win the championship yes, first time out? Yeah, I think she is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Oops, there you go. Okay, well, there we go. So, been in fun, but I just want to go out and have fun and do my best. Well, and see what it's all about. I mean, because you're racing through the eyes of your husband's not really all that much fun. I mean, because all you do is sit in the pits or sit in the, sit in the stands and yep. pro- probably freeze to death. 
The you roles know, will be reversed. The roles will be reversed. And then pretty soon he'll get out of his car and then he'll start being your crew chief. And yeah. you'll start getting into better, better cars. And who knows? Who knows? What color is it? Well, I'm going to paint it. I'm going to, I don't know. My husband laughs at me because I think I'm more excited to decorate and paint the car. Than <laughs> <the next one>. <laughs> <laughs> Purple. <laughs> Well, and purple you, number three. And, and okay, number three. Yep. All right. For lucky number. I'm a big Earnhardt fan, so that made my day. I love him so. Oh man, I have a shrine at my house. Trust me. So, yeah. but let's not go into it. You don't want to see a grown man cry. So, are you going to run the whole season? Right. Yeah, she's ready. She's so yeah. there. Half the battle is mental, and you've got it. She's ready. Right. Oh, yeah. And now she's got the car. Now, now she just needs seat time. Now, is the husband going to run the season as well? Yes, he is. So you had to get a big. You had to get a bigger trailer. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trailer. Now, what 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 division does your husband run in? Sprint cars. Oh. 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 Whoa. Oh. That's He's a, serious. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah. So you can ever get. You think you'll ever get in that rascal? Nope. Ah! Oh, he's already told you no? No, he wanted me to try it, and I said I didn't want to go that fast. Uh-uh. I know. Well, That's a wise decision. maybe. You know, never say never, because you just never just know. Now. Yeah, start, start you, now. You're smart. You're starting off. In a in a in a, a very re- fun division. Yeah, a very very fun. division. I've been talking about it since I saw it late October last year. Trust stop. It's an amazing division. I am so happy for you. Yeah, I think you're. Gonna, oh my gosh, you're going to have so much fun, and that's. She and, wants to run into people. That's hilarious. She wants to run into people. <laughs> well, you can't do it on the four hundred five, right? Nope, that's frowned upon. <laughs> frowned upon. So, did you get any sponsors, or or right now, or are you just going to go on your own nickel and just go out and have fun? Yeah, not right now. Like I said, we just picked it up Friday, and yeah. it's happening fast, so no sponsors yet. She wants to make it pretty um, as well, yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, so, I'm gonna... so, have you talked Hubby into doing all the work, and you doing all the driving, oh. or is he going to make you do work on it as well? I think he wants to teach me how to work on it. Yeah. It sounds like you probably wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't as enthusiastic as painting it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I heard more enthusiasm. Yeah. The rattle can. Oh, yeah, I've heard more enthusiasm over there than I did working Maybe on it. Maybe when she gets out there and she re- experiences I different. I girls than I thought. I had tried it. Once you get out there and experience different setups and maybe understand it a little more, right. you'll be a little more invested in that setup and the importance of it. And you'll well, be like, ah. I would. I know you say you would like. To, you know, you're going to run the whole season. I think that's great, but I think that's why they called the first season the rookie season because it gives you an opportunity to learn all the ins and outs and the fact that you're going to more than one track. Yeah. But you're just following your husband. I mean, he's going to race the sprint car at the tracks that mm-hmm. you're going to, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to follow him around. And oh, cool. That is so So she'll cool. be able to experience. I like banked. I don't like banked. I like quarter. Yeah, I like half mile. I like 
Has anybody to- has anybody told his crew that they got a new car to work on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you hear her laughing? <laughs> There's another real heavy, enthusiastic rem- oh, response. Oh, so <laughs> what? We don't. We need a bigger garage. Yeah. God, don't you love it when a woman says that? Yeah, right. That, he married right. He, he married, married very right. well. Yeah, he better be taking Jack care said. of you tomorrow. That's for sure. <laughs> Valentine's tomorrow. Yeah. They can spend it working on their cars together. So, well, I, you know what? You're going to have to stay in touch with us. Oh, please, please, please. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. In fact, I think Brittany and I are going to the first race or the or the night of destruction. I'd like to, as long as it doesn't conflict with Barona races. Yeah, we got to check I our schedules. I want to get up and watch. Because we would love to come right. up and come in the pits and... Put a okay. racer radio sticker on the side of your car oh, yeah, for when luck. She's not looking. Yeah, when she's not looking, yeah. you're just not allowed to scratch it. We'll have to put it someplace where nobody will run into it. Well, she's going to go hit everybody. Yeah, I know she's not worried about that. Are you going to put little men on the side of your door to show us how many of them you've hit? Like you know, like a a sticker for like, each, like one? a fighter pilot does when he drops. I it. wonder if she's. Oh, go ahead. I like it. Good idea. See? I just don't want her to get upset when someone scratches it. She's going to make bedazzle it, and then someone comes along and hits it. No, then she'll just have another excuse to paint it. That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, kid, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for calling in. This is probably your first interview, right? Yes, sir. Put it in the can. This (laughs) will be five years down the road. Who knows? We might be talking to a world-class champion. Uh Uh-huh. Got the jacket and everything. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, straight stranger things have happened. People have called us, and their their careers have turned around. So let's let's for the better. And yours just going to get started. So have fun. Give Thank you. give hubby a big hug for helping you out, and we'll talk to you both down the road. All right, thanks so much. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Why? Because it's Racial Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Forming at the Super Bowl. Oh, yes, uh, All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue. Anything you've got in the garage, these guys can work on it. Not only make it run, but they got a dyno in the house, especially if it's performance oriented. You know, Greg does such a great job. That's Certified Car Clinic. Go to certifiedcarcare.net. Hey, it's been a while since we've had Norm on the line, Norm DeWitt. Norm DeWitt is a world-class author, photographer, uh, loves motorsports, goes here, there, and everywhere. And I just couldn't wait to see what he thought about that event. Last week's. They had at the (laughs) L.A. Coliseum. Go ahead, Norm. Tell us what well, you thought. You know, I'm probably one of the few people that's, a, that's still around that was at the first Super Bowl mm-hmm. of motocross at the L.A. Coliseum in 1972. Probably. And, yeah. And, um, well, look what that started. <laughs> now, it, it brought super, it, it brought, you know, uh, outdoor motocross from remote locations where everybody had to go drive an hour to go to the track. 
to where it brought it into the urban core. And of course it was wildly successful. It's, it's the biggest thing in motocross, but motorcycle racing worldwide, most likely. So it's hard to say what the long term is as a race. It's kind of lousy because you, the only way you get by people is to start banging on them. And, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it, <laughs> I didn't think it was exactly the greatest show on earth, but, it, it's bringing the racing into the cities. And right. it has the same effect as motocross coming and becoming supercross, then um, who knows where it's going to lead. Well, they, and they're looking for a younger viewer. Yeah, I actually had a student there. He told me on Monday. Yeah. He and his dad went there. Yeah, yeah. so I, I get where they're going. I applaud them for at least trying different things. But it went from 10 in the morning until like 6 at night. And the Super Bowl is doing exactly the same thing. All yeah, of these different... look in the stands during the heat races, there was nobody there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody showed up when it was... The race. The, you know, halftime. Well, mm. I don't think they even showed up for the race. They showed up for the half- <laughs> halftime concerts. And, and I think probably half the audience was there... For them to see, I don't know, what was it, Ice Cube and uh, somebody else? Pitbull. And, Pitbull. Or as Pitbull, Dave called yeah, it, Bulldog. I, yeah, Bulldog and Icicle. Yeah. That's what yeah, I call it. And that's probably what pulled as many people. You know, in, in 2016, I was at the United States Grand Prix, and that was on uh, Sunday morning. I was sitting around with Charlie Whiting. It was the race director of Formula One back in those days. Mm-hmm. And, um, he says, you know, what do you think, Norm? Do you think most of the people are here for Formula One, or do you think most of the people came here for Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I said, you know, honest to God, there's a huge number of people that were just here for Taylor Swift, but yeah. I would guess it's probably about a third of the people are here for Formula One because they're diehard F1. Uh-huh. A third of the people were here to see Taylor because they're diehard Taylor uh-huh. fans. But the combination probably got some people off their yeah. off their sofa and yeah. said, Formula One with Taylor Swift? What the hell? Why not? Yeah. yeah why not? Well, and it was a happening. It wasn't a race, per se. You know, we, it was you've the been, only concert Taylor Swift did that year. Yeah. It, well, see, and that's what I'm, I'm speaking of. Like, when you go to a race and you're covering it, it's a race. Okay? You go. People get in the seats. The race goes on. They get their trophy, and they go home. Not this time. Now, all of a sudden, like you said, it's an event. It's a happening. It's And people have the choice of coming and going as they please to whatever it is that fills the seats. Because let's face it, you know, NASCAR definitely needs to fill the seats. So what do you think of 86 and lug nuts yeah. going to a, sing, a center nut, putting composite bodies on these cars? And, I mean, they got the pit, pit uh, or the pit stops down to nine seconds. That's what they're anticipating. Well, how long, think about it, Dave. For how long did NASCAR probably have the least technologically oh. advanced racing cars that yeah. were at the facility on race day? Right. Probably just about everything in the parking lot <laughs> had more advanced electronic engine management systems and things like that. They, when they were running carburetors and all that, yeah. it's way overdue to go to at least sequential boxes and right. things like that. And and I think, uh, you know, they're actually kind of morphing 
closer and closer to something like a Trans Am car. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and look at the driver. Look at the drivers. Look at the Single age door. of the drivers nowadays. You know, they're not. You know, they're, the majority of them are not in their forties and fifties. They're in their twenties and and thirties. So, this is a perfect time to evolve the car and the technology and everything about it. So, I'm I'm gonna. I personally would would not have gone to the event at the uh, Coliseum. I, I didn't mind watching it on TV. I don't know if I would physically want to go there and spend that much time. I'm really looking forward to see what the 500 is going to be about and as we move on throughout the season. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I still think well, the races are too long. Problems. There's a lot of parts problems, Dave. They're not able to find... Uh, I, I think it was Harvick's car was by itself in the transporter, and they asked the team what's going on, and they said, "We don't, ha- we can't get the parts to complete the second car." Yeah. Uh, because of the uh, supply chain issue. Well, it, you know, it's getting to be even you know, whether it's people camped out with their trucks blocking bridges between <laughs> Canada and the United States, or it's. COVID blow-ups in China and across Asia. It's the supply chain for years was always set up on this model of just in time (laughs) so that all the stuff arrives right as it's needed so they don't have to invest in storage facilities. And now they realize that was a huge mistake and everything should have been based more on just in case Mm -hmm. they can keep the production line going. And it's disrupting the new NASCAR cars as well. And, you know, you may find that in in these races, people are going between the different teams and saying, you know, hey, I need one of these. Right. Like we one. do in the pits. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be the sort of thing you're used to seeing in a NASCAR event, but it's, it's not just uh, the production of new cars to buy off your dealer's lot that are all disrupted from this. For us local drivers. having an impact. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, by the way, have you ever heard of a trials rider, Louise Forsley? No, I don't. Yeah, we had her on. I, of, I don't think I've heard of her. Yeah, we had her on. She's a trials rider. And what else does she do? The uh, Enduro Cross. Enduro Cross, yeah. yeah. She's 33 oh, years Enduro. old. She rides. I probably for- should have spent more time keeping up with that. I mean, actually, at the Supercross, I mm-hmm. spent about fifteen minutes sitting around with Roger DeCoster <laughs> discussing discussing with him when he was racing in the riding in the Belgian Trials Champion National Championships of, in nineteen sixty three and sixty four up against this hot shot Belgian factory Zundap rider named Jackie X. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know, I mean, the, there's the the, the history. Yeah. I thought that Jackie X would be the great, the great, the, me the greatest driver that's ever raced at Le Mans. Well, I've got a cute, I got a cute story for you because I can't think of her name right off the top of my head. But uh, she raced his uh, Rothman Porsche at Dakar and won her uh, division. Oh. And X X drives X walks by in the paddock, sees her with her car. He looks at her and he goes, "What's a girl doing driving mm-hmm. this car?" Mm-hmm. And then that doesn't he sound like Jackie to me because Michelle Mouton yeah. was an Audi factory driver back in those days. Yeah, 
Well, he came back. She came to Pike's Peak. She kind of showed everybody yeah. the fast way around. Well, he came back. He came back and an autographed the car. You're talking about Amy Lerner. Amy Lerner. Mm-hmm. By the way, how's your book? My books are doing good, making it faster and making it faster too. I it, mean, it's anything uh, new in the anything new in the pipeline. I have enough material for making it faster three, <laughs> and I have some amazing stories. Well, then from, get with it. You're not doing nothing. Up with Marty. Greats, you know, things like, you know, the real story of things in the, that happened in the 1955 yeah. with Sterling Moss. I know. Hey, we got to go, know. unfortunately. You know what? I'm doing an hour now. Maybe I'll give you a call and we'll get you to come in for an hour and we'll have some fun. That sounds like a plan, Dave. Nice to hear you, boys. All right, buddy. You take care. We're going to take a quick break. Why? Gun Owners Radio. Right around the corner. FM 96.1. AM This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.